0: We want the children to uh, hang in there with us this morning while we uh, ordain John and commission John and Naomi in a moment because I just believe that as we um, spend time celebrating what God is doing this morning, even the youngest, I've been praying this morning that even the youngest person among us would have an encounter with God's destiny and calling for their life, even as we're celebrating God's calling and destiny on John and Naomi's life. I've been praying that as we celebrate what God's doing, even the smallest child among us would come into their revelation of God's plan for their life. So that's why I want all the kids with us this morning. And it might be a bit noisy and that's okay, but that's that's all good. That is totally fine. All right. So just as the offerings are finishing being taken up, what we're going to do this morning is we're going to, after we've ordained John and Nay, and uh, and bless them. Then what's going to happen is the kids will go in next door, and there'll be a big party for Zoe and and Abby. <laughs> she's already partied out. <laughs> um, there's going to be a big party for the kids, and and so they'll go and have a good time. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's under the spirit or <laughs> if she's just partied out. <laughs> all all right. So. You know, times like this, we we don't get to do special occasions like this very often. And so that's why today is very, very important to our heart and very important to us as the people of Jesus in this place. And um, today is a really special occasion, not just for John and Naomi, but for us as a local church as well. It's special because John and Nay and their two amazing daughters have said yes to following God. And it's a wonderful reminder to us all to follow Jesus with everything we have. And it's a special moment because today what we're going to do is we're witnessing And we're affirming how the love of God has led John and Naomi in a life of faith and obedience and service to Jesus and the church and through the church, his cause in the earth. As we ordain John, we're going to ordain him to the ministry of the word of God or the Bible. And we're also ordaining him to pastor and care for what are called the sacraments or the ordinances that Jesus said that his disciples and his people should do when they get together. One is baptism, where people publicly affirm their faith in Christ by being baptized in water. And the other is communion where we break bread and drink the cup, celebrating the the Lord till he returns. And what we're doing in ordination is we are, that's a big word for simply this meaning. It just means to set apart for a specific purpose. That's really what it means, to be set apart for a specific purpose. And so we're going to ordain John for the specific purpose of preaching the Word of God, teaching the Bible, pastorally caring for and overseeing baptism and communion in the church that he's going to be going in as the senior pastor. And then we're going to commission both he and Naomi in the power of the Holy Spirit to go and love and serve the people at the Westgate Vineyard in Victoria. So that's what we're doing this morning. We're going to lay hands on them. We're going to commission them. And then after the children go out later on, we as the body of Jesus are going to prophesy to them the heart of God. So don't be surprised as we're going through this this morning that God will start to give you words and pictures of encouragement and destiny for these guys catch that as we're going through this okay because there's going to be a time to share that this morning and we're going to do that today after the kids go out Um, and we're going to ask the holy spirit to come upon them and we're going to ask the holy spirit to confirm everything that god's doing with a visitation of both his power and the father's love So I'm fully expecting that these guys are going to get overwhelmed with the kindness of God this morning and the power of the Holy Spirit. But what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to ask Peter Price Davies. Peter's going to come and read to us a small bit of Scripture from the book of Acts where the church in Antioch was about to send out Paul and Barnabas or Saul and Barnabas to the ministry of Jesus. Thanks, Peter.
1: Acts 13, the first three verses. In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaan, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed they placed their hands on them and sent them off.
0: Thanks Peter. So that's our activity today. We're setting apart and asking for the power of the Holy Spirit and if you'd listen to that scripture there's a few things that's really important to note when God was setting people apart and it's the same for us today first and foremostly the calling of God was from God himself it was the Holy Spirit who called and spoke it was the Holy Spirit it was God himself that called them to ministry and qualified them in that calling to do the ministry and he shapes them with his gifts as well secondly It was the people of God, not just God, it was the people of God who recognized the calling of God. You and I have a very important role in this as John and Naomi are being sent today. There is something that God is doing with this person being set apart and at the same time that is being realized and matured and given life through the fellowship of believers. These guys today are in the shape they're in because they've walked life with us. You have shaped them for this moment. God works through his church, through the gathering of the people of Jesus. You are an important part of what's taking place today. It was with prayer and fasting, thirdly, that the people of the church then laid hands on Saul and Barnabas. And we're going to do that too, to both demonstrate and affirm the work of God in the power of the Holy Spirit. And fourthly, God works through the people of God, the church, in relationship with the Holy Spirit to send and release anyone who's been set apart. And that's what we're doing. Because what we're saying is, We see God on you, and we bless that. And our blessing carries authority in the heavens and in the earth. We are the people of Jesus. And forgiveness and repentance of sins will be preached in his name to the ends of the earth through the people of God. This isn't just something happening to these guys. It's happening to these guys through you guys. Hang on to that. Always hang on to that. The church is important. So today we're going to celebrate and we're going to ordain and um, we're going to bless these guys. So right now I'm just going to ask John and Nay if they want to come on up here. Come on up guys. I'm going to check. Thanks guys. And the beautiful girls as well. Hey, why don't you welcome the Bajaya family? (laughs) Oh gosh. So firstly, I'm just going to ask John some vows. And this isn't just, you know, the Bible tells us don't Don't make willy-nilly vows. If you make a vow, be prepared to live under the power of that vow. And so these guys are making vows this morning between God and his people. So firstly, I want to ask John. I better face you, mate. John, or more affectionately as we know you, JB. Do you believe that you're truly called by God and called by his people to the ministry and the work of a minister of the word of God? I do so believe. John, do you believe the witness to Jesus Christ in the holy scriptures of the Old and the New Testament? And do you undertake to preach from these proclaiming Jesus Christ as the saviour of the world? I do. Good man. John, do you believe and receive baptism and communion as instituted and given by our Lord Jesus Christ as signs and seals of the gospel? And do you resolve to proclaim and celebrate these sacraments with the people of God? I do. John, relying on the Holy Spirit, will you be diligent in the study of the Bible? And will you seek to live a holy and disciplined life? And will you be faithful in prayer?
2: With a whole lot of God's help, I will. <laughs>
0: Good man. John and Naomi, to you both, will you endeavor to be faithful pastors of God's people? Will you equip them for ministry and life? And will you work with them in the building up Of the church the body of Jesus with God's help help, we will will. good stuff John and Naomi do you accept and adhere to the theological and the philosophical statements of the vineyard church we do and will you both propagate and defend the DNA of the vineyard church as it was first articulated by John Wimber we will All right, at this point, I'm going to invite um, Peter and Gail, Neil and Kate and David. Come on up, guys. We're going to lay hands on John and Nay in this moment. Just hang on a tick. Thanks, mate. Why don't you guys come on up? and lay hands to these guys. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only King and the head of the church, and by the authority of God, as the senior pastor of Vineyard Christian Fellowship, Pine Rivers, and with the gathered elders now, and with the body surrounding you, I declare that John, Anthony, Bajaya, is now set apart to the ministry of the Word of God and the sacraments of baptism and communion in the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we welcome you now. Come and confirm your presence and affirm the heart of the Father on John right now. Fall upon him, we pray. In Jesus' name, bring your kingdom now. And I declare that both John and Naomi together are commissioned and authorised to pastor the people of the Westgate Vineyard Church and to extend the cause of the kingdom of God in the earth. Holy Spirit, come now with your power, your gifts and your profound favor to all that we see, to all that we affirm and acknowledge right now that the Father of Jesus Christ is doing here in both John and Naomi. And as you release that today, We say, Holy Spirit, let your power come now. Let your power come now for the glory of God in the earth, for a victorious church, and for the well-being of people. Let your power come now. In Jesus' name we pray. Receive the Holy Spirit. I declare you ordained and set apart, John. In Jesus' name. And I declare you, John and Naomi, commissioned and released to pastor the people of God with the heart of God. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And let these girls live safely and in the generosity of God under the authority of the commission of Jesus on their parents' life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Be filled, John. Be filled today. In Jesus' name. Be filled, Naomi. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just let your power rest on them, God. More, even more so, God, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. We're going to prophesy to these guys after in a little bit. So keep hanging on to those words and pictures that you guys have got, that God's setting apart for you guys right now. But right now, you'll see this lovely table over here. that has got a whole bunch of amazing things on the table. And let me just explain them to you. Firstly, um, the jug, the bowl and the towel. John 13, Jesus demonstrated the greatest act of his love for his disciples and he took off his outer garments and he knelt down and he washed his people's feet. This is the ministry of pastoral care that we're inviting John and Naomi to. You'll see here this Bible. This is the word of God. We treasure it and thank God for it. And we diligently give ourselves to the study of it because in it is the words of life. And that's a, that's a gift and a reminder to John. This here, this is the theological and philosophical statements of the vineyard movement and what we believe, foundationally believe, as who God's called us to be as the vineyard. And it's got the DNA listed in it. And that's that's what we want to remind these guys of. We've got a wonderful um, vineyard CD that was just produced in the United States called Wonderful. A long legacy of worship, of, good, of intimacy with God and encounter with the Holy Spirit in the worship of our movement. And we're going to bless that to these guys as well. And... This was from the young people, and they, they, some of them will come up and give it to you again in a minute, mate, but this is a sword that the young people from the youth group on Friday night, they all saved up and purchased for John and gave it to him, and it says on there, to John Bajaya, it's all for nothing if you don't have freedom. William Wallace. So that's, and I said to John, I said, every pastor needs one of these in their office. <laughs> and uh, and of course we've got just a certificate to remind john of the day and naomi of the day and there's also a beautiful album here of just memories of and photos that a whole bunch of people have put together of john and naomi's time here but i'm going to invite um what's the order here hang on dave dave dave's going to come and present the word to john so why don't you guys come and stand up here and charge him with
3: Alright, I'm gonna read a little bit first. <clears throat> Alright. Hm, here we go. Sometime soon. He grew up before them, like a brand new shoot. Tender, green, and supple. And though the roots were fragile and soft, the soil was good, well-watered. She was there also, and to passion and zeal were added gentleness, beauty and joy. The two became one, a new house at peace in the sun. And so they grew, up to their elbows in concrete and kids, They learned the ropes of humble, faithful service to a God whose love abounds beyond measure, to his people who are fickle, fragile, weak and broken. And to people such as these they were called to pass on what they'd received from the Almighty, that mortality might kiss divinity, that light shine in darkness and heaven invade earth. So on they went, in obedience and humility, they said yes to the king, and he said yes to them. Out and on they went, with the wind at their back, and the sun on their face, he blessed them. I don't know why I'm so emotional. Brother. Brother. Receive here the word of the living God. May you be ever hungry and never satisfied as you feast on him, the bread of life. May you be ever thirsty and never satisfied even as you are completely satisfied by him, the living water. I charge you now to go and be a minister of this word to the nations and the people who are around you, to your home, to your family, to your friends, always hold forth the word of the living God. This here is his word to you. We bless you, we love you, and we're proud of you. Amen. Talking multiply, brother. Make disciples.
4: John, after many years of walking with Jesus, He introduced me to this movement called Vineyard. And the two things that struck me when I encountered the Vineyard movement was intimacy and worship and the fact that the whole focus was on Jesus. And I didn't rush headlong into it without doing some homework. And I discovered this theological and philosophical statement which was kind of buried somewhere because that's what the vineyard does it doesn't kind of put things out there but when i read it my heart sang because it is the story of god's involvement with man and it's how we interpret that into the body and into the earth and this morning carol who would love to be here but is not well enough unfortunately which is one of those things because we believe in praying for healing and You know, sometimes it doesn't quite happen when we want it to. But she woke up singing an old hymn. And uh, it's just gone straight out of my mind. (laughs) Um, The church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. She is his new creation by water and the word. And Jesus came for his church and birthed his church. And sadly, the church by the world is seen to be out there when in fact it's the church that is central and the earth and the world is meant to be changed by the church. We know your hearts are for the church of Jesus and Jesus calls us to himself and calls us to his church, to his people and as pastors you have that responsibility now which the Holy Spirit will help you carry. But this statement is worth reading at least once a year because it reminds us that we are grounded as a movement in the very word that's just been presented to you and in the living word. And that the DNA, those things that we hold to be peculiar to us are actually drawn absolutely and completely out of the DNA of Jesus. We add nothing to what he has brought we add nothing to what anyone else might bring, but we hold firmly to what he has said in his word and what he calls us to through the spirit these days. And so I encourage you to embrace this and that the two things that as a movement we believe is most important, that we do have a charge to keep and that part of that is expressed in our language of the day and that is, Keep on doing the stuff, the stuff of Jesus. I bless this to you. I ask you to take it to your hearts and into your spirit and never let the DNA die because we were birthed to be a stream in the river. And if we lose our flavor, the river will be less for it. God bless you.
0: Is Neil coming up, mate?
5: John and Name. Uh, just reading from Matthew 22. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? He said to them, Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul with all your mind this is the greatest and most important command the second is love your neighbor as yourself all the law and prophets depend on these two commands that is the greatest command to love the lord your god with all your soul mind and strength worship is the vineyard's reflection of that and everything that we do in worship gives us the fuel for the mission to love our neighbor so the heart of god comes through us who worship and this, I guess, is just a symbol of who we are. In, a, in the vineyard, we value worship as our highest priority and because we love God as our highest priority and everything that we do comes from that. So bless you guys as you take a pick, part of that heart and even a part of the Pine River's heart of worship um, down to Westgate.
6: guys. Um, I'm here just to um, bring to you just a presentation of pastoral care Um, and we have just been the wonderful recipients of the pastoral care and the Father's Heart that you guys have um, both in various ministries of the church but particularly children and youth. Um, You guys have had just the Father's heart and love poured out um, for the children and youth here of this place. And now as pastors of an entire congregation, um, you will be um, charged with pastoral care, along with, I'm sure, a team of people, but pastoral care for the entire body of Christ, the entire community and representation there. So we're just um, presenting to you a bowl and a towel and a jug um, as the, the heart of God, the servant heart of God in pastoral care, where Jesus took on the heart of a servant and loved the people and served them. Um, in in We see the stories of foot washing, um, where Jesus just took on the role of a servant. And really that's the position of pastoral care, is loving people where they're at, um, having the heart of God to listen and then to listen to the Holy Spirit at the same time as you're loving on them. And so my prayer is that God would continue to grow hearts of compassion and empathy in you. You already hold so much, but that he would continue to give you all that you need um, as you lovingly serve a community of people. And I'd like to just read two scriptures, if that's okay. Um, the first one's from 1 Corinthians Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God for you because of his grace given to you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, in all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. Therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift, as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God, who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, is faithful. And the other one's from Philippians. In Philippians 1, 3 to 11, Thanksgiving and prayer I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I will always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way and us feel this way about you since we have you in our hearts. For whether we're in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how long, how we long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And as this is our prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best And may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So.
0: Thanks. Good on you. Some of the young people want to come up here. Some of the reborners might like to, like any and all of you could come up.
3: Uh, John, for me and probably most of us from the Reborn Youth crew, you've been a bit of a hero in our eyes. Um, You've helped to push us through a lot of our hard times and helped us to grow even when we didn't think it was hard. So for you, we're giving you this sword of a hero, the replica of William Wallace's sword in the hope that you'll be a hero for many more to come in the future.
0: Quick, gather around, squeeze in, crew. Squeeze in. (laughs) These guys had an amazing time together on Friday night with a whole bunch of other young guys that aren't here this morning, but hearts were bared and lives were shared, and it was a very precious moment in God. Very precious moment. Get on, you guys. <laughs> Get on, you guys. Act natural. thanks, Gary. <laughs> let's um let's just take a minute, pray for the kids as they go and have a party with Zoe and Abby, and then uh, just as they clear the zone, we're going to um, we're going to then prophesy to John and Naomi as as the people of Jesus. So, Father, we just ask for your yeah, blessing on the children as they go and have a bit of a party together this morning and the good food they've got organized. And just the fun that they will have together. We ask that blessing be on Zoe and Abby and all the kids as they spend time together right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, kids, if you want to head on up the back there. Awesome. Now, after we take a bit of time here, we're just going to take, you know, like quarter of an hour. And now listen to me. Times like this, you just want to spill your heart. That's not this time. What this time is, is we're actually just wanting to take a moment to hear the heart of God and actually just speak in our own everyday language those words to John and Naomi's blessing. Farewell speeches, not now. I've known you since I was a child, not now. (laughs) Right now what we're doing is we're just wanting to zero in on the Father heart of God and we just want to speak words of encouragement that will build these guys up and fill their tank up as they, you know, go in the name of Jesus, all right? So, um, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you've been so generously present in the room this morning in all that's going on. And we just ask now that you would even just release and amplify just the gift of prophecy, even as Paul said, I, I I want you all, I wish you all would do this. So Holy Spirit, would you just stir in us words from our heavenly Father to bless John and Naomi as they go in Jesus' name. Come Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now just as you're preparing... What, the idea is just come down here and use this, okay, because we want everyone to be able to share in this and bring their amen to it, okay, their agreement to it. So so you just come on up here and just speak here. So just as someone's up here, feel free to sort of come and line up behind them, and, and we'll go from there. Thanks, Peter.
1: Yeah, guys, this is the same word that I gave you a little while ago, but the Lord's given me a little bit more clarity and and what I said then and I say now is um, that the Lord will give you opportunities to build bridges and yeah I know there's a bridge nearby and everything but um, maybe that'll be a good sign to just remind you of these words that um, and the bridges are to be to um, people who have lost their faith um, to those who have never known Jesus who have grown up in a pagan environment of Just not knowing him at all. So I bridged to them. And just this morning the Lord gave me um, a word that you would have opportunities to build bridges to those of other faiths. Uh, Particularly, I believe, the the Muslim faith. Um, So, yeah, build bridges.
7: And John, God calls you Theophilus. And I have a sense in which, although you're called
6: to the Vineyard Church, you're going to have a much wider ministry
7: to that area, much in line with what has just been said. But he's going to enlarge your
1: ministry.
8: John, several times this morning you said with God's help that you'll be able to do this. God has said he will be there for you through thick and thin. Just remember this.
6: John and Nay, just as you step into this new life, this new, because it's a whole new life, there's a new authority that's given to you. And I, and the Holy Spirit just said to me, I've got your back. I've got your back. So st- don't be afraid to step in with, with that authority and to step in with the power and the wisdom that God has placed upon your lives.
7: Hi, this is from Lydia. Head had a picture this morning of a general of an army, a soldier, and a soldier sent to recruit more men for the army of God. The army started growing and turned to be a massive fleet of men. Also of a shepherd, watchful over the master's sheep, protecting them from the wolves. He did well, and the master said, I am well pleased with your work.
2: Uh, John and I, I saw a really exciting picture actually, because I've gotten to work with you guys um, for a bit, and um, the picture I saw was a real, a binding together um, between you and each other and the Holy Spirit in your ministry to come, and it was really exciting. And um, the bond that's going to grow between the two of you over the, the coming months is is really, really cool, so I just want to just bless that on you guys, because it's really cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I
7: got gratefulness. Um, because like you, because like you got a home and um, over there and got a school um for Zoe and Abby and um, yeah, that's just Uh what I thought.
9: I don't think it's any any, uh, surprise that I'm so overwhelmed. Matthew, um, parable of the talents. I really believe God is saying, this is your talent. But what really comes strong through is that, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, we look at God sometimes and we look at heaven and we receive from heaven. But sometimes I really believe heaven looks back at us. And this is a real moment for me where God is saying, John, I love you. You've got a talent, take the talent. Work the talent, explore the talent. This is your talent, mate. Um, hello.
10: Um,
6: I got that Jesus is going to be your anchor in stormy seas that when you encounter storms and particularly when the boat gets very rocky Jesus is right there with you and he'll hold you firm to your
0: course
4: John I had a picture of uh, you like William Wallace with the sword And the army was with you, but the army is the angels of God and that the Lord uh, wants you to face the darkness with the assurance of his power and presence for the battle is not against flesh and blood. The battle is against the spiritual realms, the darkness and that God is has got your back and that he has already assembled the army of angels ready to go into battle with you for the victory that is going to be his where you're going at
10: kinship on saturday someone very wise was was praying for us and what he prayed for our kinship uh, i want to share with you guys it's um, god really prompted me to pray it over you guys as well he reminded us that jesus wants to be the source as well as the destination And you need to keep jesus as the source and in the destination he is the alpha and he is the omega he is the source of everything that we do he is the direction that we're going to he is the one we are walking towards so keep jesus the source and the destination of everything that you guys do um two things the first thing is i just wanted
5: to affirm Uh, The prophecy that Robbie Dawkins has spoken over you a while back, that you were almost like a different man, you know, and you have become that man that Jesus has grown you into. The second um, is a scripture from 2 Corinthians 6. Um, The Lord gave me 2 Corinthians 6 verse 9 in particular, but I'll just read out the rest of it. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles hardships and distress, in beatings, imprisonment and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, hunger, impurity. And my phone has distorted the picture. In truthful speech and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as imposters, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and not yet killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. So we just bless you guys with all of those things.
7: John and Nay, two things. First the reading that Nicole brought uh, um was the, the verse that the Lord put on my heart this morning for you guys that he is faithful to bring to completion the good work that he's begun in you and hang on to that. And the other one is in Psalm one, um where I'll just paraphrase it a bit, but blessed are those whose delight is in the Lord and the law of the Lord and, and meditates on him day and night. They are like a tree planted by the streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf never withers and whatever they do prospers.
9: It was a wonderful picture I had for you when we pray for you. Uh, just imagine first like Lord of the Rings scenery, top of the hills and people coming from all sides, Whatever you can see them. First, maybe I should say, Lord set up the great position for you, very high in hills. And everything has been prepared for you. So you're just there, waiting for those people to come. You can minister too. So that's the picture. And they looked more like the old days people, Israelites. So that with the all-good donkeys and horses and everything, they're coming to you. And I think the explanation of this picture is that you there, established by God in a very high position, and people becoming... The picture of the you know, Israelites was like the old church, Maybe they're coming, and I had the two words, um, they lost hope, and they're looking for hope and love, and that's where you are, and that's what you will have for them, and that's what you're going to break, the, maybe some old churches walls. It's a unity, and it's a hope and love. Amen.
7: Hi guys, I had a picture before of your new home down in Melbourne and out the front was this very, very large angel and he was standing guard and he had a really large sword, a lot bigger than yours, <laughs> but to get into your house, whatever wanted to get into your house would need to pass underneath this very large angel and he was standing guard and I just see that as a sign of God's protection over you and the family and your new home, but also just a presence of you know God's kingdom just planted firmly at the front there See May peace be with you May power be with you May keep the Lord with you Anything that is in your path Pray for an angel to block it out and let you go through the path that, is, that Jesus is taking you
0: Nice word Good word
9: John Naomi, the Spirit of the Lord is on you, because he has anointed you to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent you to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and proclaim the year of the Lord's favour.
1: I just felt that the Holy Spirit said that you have all the wisdom. And the discernment, and
7: the love of God that you need.
8: Um, <clears throat> one thing that we should have all noticed about John is that when he ministers, he always chews, and he's chewing. He's been chewing furiously all morning. And I'd never, ever really got the connection, but a short while ago. While I was sitting there, I felt the father say to me, as I've made the cow to chew the cud, to eat grass, chew the cud, swallow the cud, regurgitate the cud, chew it some more, get some more goodness, swallow it again. In the same way, I've anointed you my son to spiritually chew my cud, the cud of my word, to swallow it and at a later date, maybe when nothing's going on, to regurgitate it, get some more out of it, swallow it again, get some more out of it. And I believe that the Father is saying that you will be known as a man of deep and deeper revelation of the word of God. And I just feel to say to you, Naomi, that you are part of John's ministry and you are part of that cud-chewing ministry. Because I know what goes on with my wife and I when we have our quiet time and our morning coffee. We did a bit of cud chewing of our own, and we just she's the one that I bounce off what I'm chewing, and vice versa. So, yeah. did you know, so you receive that.
11: Good. Hmm.
8: John and I, I um, what I got was not as juicy as Terry, of course. But I just had a i just had the lord remind me that um paul in romans he uh he made that statement about being i am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor any power can separate you from the love of god but i had the feeling that father god was actually saying that to you that he is convinced that nothing can separate him from your love. And so it works both ways.
6: Okay, um... I got the word that you guys are not going there as orphans, but um, not, that he's actually going to provide support for you in Melbourne, but obviously you've also got the support back here. And in, uh, in fact, that you're going as royal children, so you're well provided for. And that word, that angel's were, particularly that you're having an angelic retinue go with you. So, um, And also I had an image of you, Naomi, pastoring up the front, like actually speaking really confidently up the front. I know I thought you'd react like that, actually. <laughs> but it was a really strong image, so I thought I'd share that.
11: Um, Guys, I've just been really since last night just really been um, just querying the Lord and you know this morning we all honour you and ordain you and send you on your way but I just feel for both of you that the Lord is also honouring you as you've heard through the messages this morning and I just feel that you know he's honouring you because you guys are uprooting your lives and not just the church family but your families up here as well and you are taking an absolute step of faith and going this is what I believe the Lord wants us to do as a family is to do this and step out and move here so it's not just us honouring you but the Lord is honouring you in that and I feel that on the back of that, through the getting to know everybody down there, as I said, there's the family up here, there's the family down there, and it will be that as it mixes and mashes together, that the Lord is almost going to um, kind of... He's saying, stay the path, be true to yourself, because I have got an absolute smash and reward just waiting for you. So, yeah, just... Yeah, but honour. So, yeah.
12: Um, this word's actually for Naomi. <laughs> so um, I was sitting there, and I said, "Lord, you know, do you want to do anything?" Else? You know, fairly resistant at the moment. Um, but in all honesty, the word "helpmate," and I was like, "Helpmate, helper, spouse." You know, very traditional kind of concepts. And I said, "No, God, that's more than that for Naomi." And then the father, I just quickly, you know, did the Google thing, which is what you do with Jesus. And and actually this was really significant, what came up, because John cannot achieve what the Lord has for John without you right beside him. And and what I loved was was like the first thing that came up on Google search was this. A helpmate is a type of chess problem that both sides have to cooperate to achieve the goal of checkmaking. So your role is incredibly significant beside John, and a helpmate is not a secondary thing. It is absolutely primary to the goal that Jesus has for your ministry together.
10: Sorry, I'm back for seconds. The Lord drew me to the scripture, okay? It's right at the end of Joshua. Joshua is standing in front of all the Israelite people, and he's outlining to them the faithfulness that God has shown them. He's explaining to them how God is with them. And the Israelites listen to him, but they don't say anything. But then he stands up and he says, choose who you want, but as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And after he says that, that is when the Israelites say, we will serve the Lord. But he first had to say, as a leader, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I believe that God wants you guys to be encouraged that, you know, when you go and do your ministry, you can share the word of the Lord, you can explain how faithful he is. But it's when people see you guys stand up and say, as for us, we will serve the Lord. That is when they will respond to the ministry that you guys bring. Just
0: any any others? Just before we just finish this part. Anyone else? Um. All right, mate. Nay, I wrote some thoughts down last night. I thought I'd better write them down. This is all about promotion in the kingdom of God. And what's going on here is we're celebrating and we're congratulating you on the fact that God has sought to promote you. It's a really exciting time for me and for Nicole as we, um, you know, over the last few weeks have had a chance to sort of stop and think about who you guys are. And how the Lord's changed you and grown you and how we've got to walk along the path with you in that process. And while we're somewhat, you know, um, sad in our heart, we know this isn't like a farewell thing. This is a congratulations thing. Um, This is a moment of celebration. Because we're a part of the same movement, you know, of churches and we'll we'll get to see you around the shop at different things and you know, you guys can come and bring all the people from Melbourne and come and bless us and we can like load a plane full and from here and go and bless you and you know, we can do crazy things together. So it's not like farewell, it's it's like just congratulations. Um we congratulate you because God It's God himself who's seeing fit to promote you in this moment. Psalm 75 verse 6 reads this. No one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt themselves. It's God who judges. He brings one down. He exalts another. Today the Lord's exalting you guys. As we, as your family and as your friends... Our hearts are full because we're connecting with the fullness that's in the Father's heart right now. God has seen fit to promote you in this season, and it's not like promotion, as in like you know, so much of the corporate world or even you know, the media portrays promotion in terms of popularity or fame or bigger incomes or you know, more palatial things or none of that rubbish. None of that rubbish, but promotion into the deeper passions and purposes of God's heart for the world. That's what you're being promoted into. It's a both wonderful and terrifying place. And you're being promoted into the ministry of Jesus because He's seen fit to look at you guys and say, they've been faithful. And now I'm giving them more. You know, when um, the people in Melbourne at the Westgate Vineyard were interviewing you, they rang me, they were having a, uh, their interviewing panel rang me and I was on the speakerphone and they asked me some questions and they said, we know these guys are young and a little bit green but what are we going to get with them? And I straightaway said, without even having to think about this, there's two things you're going to get from these guys. And it may be one thing, but you're going to get loyalty and you're going to get faithfulness. And you'll get it till the cows come home. (laughs) Who had the cow word? Terry. (laughs) You can bank on it. I said you can bank on the loyalty and the faithfulness that you'll get with these guys. When they put their heart to it, That's it. It's a done deal. And I just want to say thank you that um, on behalf of us as the people of Jesus for your loyalty and your faithfulness to us as the people of Jesus, to our children, to our young people, to everybody in this place. Promotion is an invitation from God. to a greater consecrated life. It's about now living for his glory, the glory of the Father, where he's being dishonoured in the earth. Through seeing his people, the church, rise into her identity as the people of Jesus and go and confound and go and break the powers of the works of darkness. This, this is what promotion is. What you're experiencing, you can't buy. You can't fake promotion. You can't bully your way into it. You can't conceive it and manipulate your way into it by being somehow slick or subtle or all-knowing. This is just pure promotion because the joy of heaven has put his finger on you guys and he's saying, I'm choosing them even as he chose Abraham. He's seen the way that you've served and led through serving. Not many people understand that, that that's how God promotes in his kingdom. But it's now your time to go and make more people just like you. And so today we're celebrating your promotion in God and we're joining you in prayer and we're supporting you in this kingdom adventure ahead. And whether you feel like you're succeeding in the days ahead, just remember that you're doing it for the audience of one. You're doing it for his, just for him and for his name and his glory in the earth. It doesn't matter what others say or don't say. When I was in Melbourne the other week at the um, pastor's gathering, which you'll be at next year, Um, I was just going about the day sort of thing and then we had this general session where there was some teaching done and then um, I forget how it worked out, but anyway, the Holy Spirit was moving in the room and I just put my hand up and said, I don't know why, but I think God wants to minister to me. And, um, as, as I was, um, sitting there, um, uh, Toe Sang from the Marion Vineyard in Adelaide came up to me and he just laid hands on my knee. I was sitting in a chair and he just put his hands on my knee and he just said, um, the Lord's really pleased with John and, and Naomi and, He's calling them on. Um, But don't worry because the Lord will send another just to say those words that John always says to you, which Toe didn't know you say these, so he was prophesying in the spirit. It was amazing. And he said, the Lord will send another to always say to you, it's all right, I have your back. And that's what you say to me every week. We gather And when I sit over here and you sit over there, I always know out of the left glance of my eye, it's like there's JB worshipping his heart out. I just want to say I love you guys. And I'm really pleased for you. And you're authorized, and you're empowered. You have everything you need for every good work. You're fully resourced with the love and power of the Holy Spirit, and the Lordship of Christ, and the favor of a Heavenly Father. And so we just, um, we bless you. We bless you today. We bless you today. All right, I'm stopping. Um...
6: We're nearly finished and um, yeah, that's really hard to follow when he breaks down. (laughs) Um, This is to Naomi, Um, we, Susan and I thought for a week or two about what we would like to buy you as a gift um, and just as a representation of your time here at Vineyard Pine Rivers and how you've served us so lovingly and beautiful. And there are lots of wonderful things that we could have bought you, um, and we had lots of great ideas. But we really wanted God's heart that would that would go with you as a remembrance. So we've bought you a necklace, um, and it has a tree on it. And I just wanted to explain it um, as. Susan bought it and and she sent me a photo and we both just said yes in our spirits straight away because over the years, the the ten years or more that you guys have been here, Naomi, you have lovingly served. You have um, lovingly poured out into the children, both working alongside Jody and um, heading up children's ministry the last couple of years. You have lovingly served... Um, The vision even that the Lord has given John in doing youth years ago. And you are just, as Kirk said, so incredibly faithful. And so the tree of life represents the Father and represents the Father's love. And we just wanted to give you this as a sign that we have been so blessed by God working through you and in you and you pouring out your love and the Father's love for the people here. And we know that He is going to increase that tenfold in you in a new place. And I just personally want to say, too, how much I have seen you guys. I've walked with Nay a little bit as as you were weighing up going to Melbourne and walking with the Lord in that and making the decision. And just how much I have seen you both grow. I cannot believe since you said yes to this journey. I I feel like it's a hundredfold that you have grown into the role before you've even started the role. I just see this incredible growth that the Holy Spirit's done in you. So this necklace um, comes from everybody in this place as a sign of our love for you. So take it. we have been collecting photos over the last couple of months and um, it's it's actually not quite complete, but we will have it done before you leave next week. But we wanted to give it to you today. But some amazing crafty women, um, naming Trish and Liv, outing them, um, have put hours and hours of work into this, along with Belinda and Susan, collating photos and just wanting to give you just a small taste Um, of your time here so enjoy and we just wanted you to enjoy a beautiful bunch of flowers because women enjoy flowers and they smell amazing Um, and we know that you're here for one more week so you'll get a week out of them
0: And JB, we just give you this um, certificate of ordination, uh, just reminding you of the vows that you've made today. And, um, you know, hang it in your office or do something that, you know, somehow it'll make you sort of remember what it is that you're doing when you forget. So I often look across the top of the bookcase and see mine and go, oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, But bless that to you, (laughs) babes. Alrighty, I don't know if you guys wanted to say anything but before we close off, but um,
5: over to you if you do.
2: We haven't been looking forward to today. <laughs> and yet we have. Um, probably the hardest decision for us in saying yes to going to Westgate, was leaving family, both our family, our, our physical family, and and you, all. Um, because it's not that a big chunk of our story is written here; the whole thing is. <laughs> that the whole thing is is here, and. It's gonna be, be hard not to be here, but I just want to echo the words that Kirk said before, that you guys have helped shape who we are. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, here we go. <sighs> we wouldn't be here without you you have encouraged, blessed, clipped over the year, everything that we've needed you guys have been there as well as our our blood family. You guys have been here too and we love you all so much and we'll be back (laughs) there is one thing that I, I did want to call you all to and that's that you are part of a wonderful wonderful thing here at Vineyard Pine Rivers you are part of a very special part of the heart of God and I call you to value that. And by value that I mean your time, your energy and your resources to serving what God is is doing in this place because you won't have without reward in that because we stand as, as a testimony to that. You guys have blessed us more than we could imagine and we go taking... Everything that you've blessed us with to Westgate, boy, they aren't going to know what's going to hit them. Because you guys are weird. (laughs) In the best possible way. And I just want to call you to looking after Kirk and Nicole. It's not going to be the same and it's almost a shame that you guys haven't been privy to the conversations that we've had about you or to hear his heart and Nicole's heart for you all you guys haven't got good pastors you've got great pastors here And so I want to call you to continue to honour and serve the vision that God's placed in their heart for this area, for Pine Rivers, because the work, because this area is going to change. Keep pushing, and you'll break through. Keep pushing, but please look after them, or we'll have to come back and sort you out.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't worry about me; be worried about her. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Uh, I. We've kind of said a little bit, but yeah, I, I hope you hear that as not just a, I'm not just throwing that out there. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've been, for all that you will be as well. Um, our heart will always be here and this will always be our home. So thank you.
7: Um, I just 100% agree with, every, agree with everything John said. Um, I just want to say thank you to all the parents. Um, thank you for letting me love your kids like my own. Um, I have really enjoyed getting to know them all and just being able to love them with God's heart. Um, and I just want to encourage everyone in the church, even though they're not your kids, just open up your heart to be able to get God's heart for them because (laughs) they are just so awesome next door like they truly have God's heart already but I just want to encourage you all to just get behind them and just encourage them just in everyday life just more so that they would know more of God's heart and that they would know the value that god has for them and how this church values kids so much i don't think i've seen a church that values them as much as this church does so it just encourages all just to get behind the kids and just bless the kids <laughs> well, up, Go, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um just thank you there's um i don't know everyone in this church um there's new faces, (laughs) Um, but um, you guys visiting or new like, you guys have found an awesome church to call a home. As soon as I walked into this church, um, when I came with John years ago, I just felt at home. Um, I'd never felt like this in church before, so this is an awesome church, and we just, we just pray that God would just pour more of his blessing out on this church and just (laughs) That the blessings will just be flowing out the door. Just small, Lord. So, thank you, everyone.
0: Thanks, guys. Folks, we're going to finish up right now with bringing a love offering to John and Naomi. And so, what we're going to do is, I'm just going to ask that you might just check in with God and ask him if there's a way that he would like you to participate in this you know as a financial way of blessing them in the trip that they have to make and all the practicalities of everything that's going on there's a lot happening for them but I just ask would you open your heart to God and just just respond with the generosity of the heart of God so father uh, we just thank you for all that's taken place this morning it's all because of you and your great love for us in Jesus and and uh, just thank you for everything that's going on. But right now, Lord, we just ask that as we bring an offering, that it would come from your heart through our heart to bless John and Naomi in a very, so that they can practically do what they have to do to be able to relocate. So in the name of Jesus, I just release the generosity of heaven over you all as you just converse with the Father and bring a love offering. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, now the, the, the bags are going to go around, but if you prefer to use the FPOS facility, just head on up there and one of the staff will meet you up there and be able to help you um, take, take up that offering and we'll make sure it gets to these guys. Otherwise, right now we're just going to have morning tea. There's a wonderful spread up there that a bunch of people have made and um, and uh, and the kids are having a party next door, but... Um, just want to say thanks for coming this morning. God bless you. Have a great week in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name.